Welcome back to season two of Beyond Meaning. So I want to get straight to the point. Well, as you can tell, there is a new audio system. Whoa, it's really nice, right? You could hear me. This is my voice. This is my voice. Hello. But yeah, um, I've been thinking and I think that something cool would be to revisit the concepts in season one and talk about them in this HD audio. But as I get to that point, I believe that that could be like an intermission between like the first part of season two and the second part of season two, maybe like a short intermission or not even a short intermission, but like an episode long intermission between that point. And I think that's what could happen, you know, like, I mean, we'll figure it out as we get along, but um, that's kind of what I'm seeing. Um, also, this microphone, it picks up on everything. Like if if my cat were to meow from like 100 feet away, it would probably pick it up. So um, that's really interesting. I'm learning as I go with the audio engineering, the audio mixing, etc. I'm learning as I go because I really have no idea. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to figure out how to do noise cancellation and like eliminate white noise or like just like, you know, mumbling on the tables and stuff. Like if I move something around, I don't want that to just be audible. But, uh, you know, that just kind of goes with it. And I mean, I know that this has nothing to do with the content that I create here at the show. But, um, you know, I mean, it's my podcast. I get to do what I want. Hey, that's a big reason as to why I did it. I got to choose how to run this shit. Hey. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I guess I want to start to talk about, well, all right. So as we've established before, the limbic system allows for your emotions to have the effect that you charge them with on the world outside. Welcome back to season two of Beyond Meaning. So I want to get straight to the point. Well, as you can tell, there is a new audio system. Whoa, it's really nice, right? You could hear me. This is my voice. This is my voice. Hello. But yeah, um, I've been thinking and I think that something cool would be to revisit the concepts in season one and talk about them in this HD audio. But as I get to that point, I believe that that could be like an intermission between like the first part of season two and the second part of season two, maybe like a short intermission or not even a short intermission, but like an episode long intermission between that point. And I think that's what could happen, you know, like, I mean, we'll figure it out as we get along, but um, that's kind of what I'm seeing. Um, Also, this microphone, it picks up on everything. Like if, if my cat were to meow from like a hundred feet away, it would probably pick it up. So um, that's really interesting. I'm learning as I go with the audio engineering, the audio mixing, etc. I'm learning as I go because I really have no idea. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to figure out how to do noise cancellation and like eliminate white noise or like just like, you know, mumbling on the tables and stuff. Like if I move something around, I don't want that to just be audible. But, uh, you know, that just kind of goes with it. And I mean, I know that this has nothing to do with the content that I create here at the show. But, um, you know, I mean, my podcast, I get to do what I want. Hey, that's a big reason as to why I did it. I got to choose how to run this shit. Hey, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, I guess I want to start to talk about, 
Well, alright, so as we've established before, the limbic system allows for your emotions to have the effect that you charge them with on the world outside of you. You start to follow the breadcrumbs of your awareness to a crevice in your mind, and you reach this crevice inside of your mind and you just start chasing it, you know, like you just follow this awareness and it's like these symbols and these shapes, they have influenced me, impacted me. They have molded my existence in such a way that I can't deny it anymore, you know? So what is at the end of this tunnel? And then you just realize that it is nothing, like it's infinite, like it's infinite, you know? And I'm not even, you, you just get here through like meditating on it, you know? Like you start to focus and you start to think about it and you just internalize the initial well sensations that drive the ideas and like the stories and the narratives that you're going to be telling yourself that you're going to be perceiving about the 3d outside world as well as your own 2d subconscious experience and based off of these emotional chemicals that are being released not to say that like well it's just that when the body feels x amount of serotonin or x amount of dopamine or X amount of melatonin, this is what's going to happen, you know? Like, it's like, there's a thing called dosing, you know? And at a certain dose, everything is consistent for any user under that dose. Consciousness is a similar thing, you know? Because it's like, we as souls inhabiting a physical existence are merely vessels, you know? Like, this shell, this body is just the vessel for well our intentions our drives our motivations you know like this is a vessel for the will to be manifest uh, to manifest will yeah it's a vessel for manifesting your will this is what this body is you know and as you start to see that like if you have a will and you're trying to use it your connection between your will like I, your will being your dream and the actual dream itself it's you you know it's only you and you're not gonna have like it sounds, it sounds like silly to say, but it's true, you know? And it's like, sometimes we need to hear it and sometimes we need to say it to ourselves in order to just kind of remember that footing that we've always known, you know? And like, sometimes it just takes having to hear it in like crystal clear audio to really respond to it. Uh, and there's nothing, there's nothing that has to be like said or seen or interpreted about it. It's just what it is, you know? It just is what it is. And it's the awareness, you know, like it doesn't have to be necessarily the emotion, but it's like, all right, so this is the emotion, but what triggered this emotion? And then you start to dissect everything that went into that environment. So it's like, all right, this is the environment I'm in. All right, so why is this environment making me respond in this way? So it's like, because wherever you find yourself, you're just going to find more habits of the patterns that you're currently experiencing unless you change the molecular, the, the, well the loops you need to change the loops inside of that environment and that's kind of like how the law of thermodynamics the second law talks about isolated systems it's essentially its own isolated system of emotional loops that need to be well once you need to you need to reach a point of absolute entropy where everything is just so fast that it's frozen uh that's kind of like how i'm i know that like it doesn't necessarily make sense in the realm of emotions but as you have heard me say in the first realm, I mean in the first season, there are different realms of existence, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, emotional. And in order for one thing to manifest on the physical, it has to be 
it's set within the emotional, right? So it's like if the emotional has its own molecules, then by this definition, then each other realm of existence has its own molecules of existence. Even if they aren't made out of the same protons and, uh, you know, the same molecules as what matter, you could hear that knocking, <laughs> has to do with, uh, you know, physical space, but it has its own variables, you know, because it's like nothing is, nothing is still something. That's something that can't be conceived in sense, in sense, with senses, you know, that's the fact that nothing is still something is something that we cannot conceive because of the fact that paradoxes don't reconcile in three-dimensional reality by nature, you know, like the paradox, if it's like a, if it's currently in a paradoxical, uh, paradoxical state, it needs to, so that's because the observer is observing the observer, correct? So what happens here is that another observer needs to come and break the, the, the loop. Uh, an outside force needs to come and break the loop. Sometimes that could be us, but that's really not always the answer. Sometimes it requires an event that can be orchestrated by us, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is us breaking our own loops. It's We can break our own loops through action and conscious conscious action at that not just like mindless action but at the end of the day it's not you getting yourself out of the loop it's your actions getting yourself out of the loop so it becomes its own paradox you see what i'm saying it's a microcosm growing into a macrocosm with new microcosms within its own universe of existential macrocosm its own realm of existence sphere of influence so the chakras play an integral role in this moment where the realms of existence overlap or intersect with one another because i guess you could say that the chakras are the placeholders of energy that will appear in each realm of existence and they will carry over the intentions that are being set forth in this in one realm to another realm so it's like the way that you spiritually connect with something is going to mold the way that your emotions are but your emotions are going to influence and create the way in which you perceive well the spiritual realm you know it's, it's an interconnected process that goes with like it's holistic you know i mean holistic has been it's it's a term nowadays that everyone 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 throws out there but like there's no really other way to say interconnected you know like it's, it's a bunch of interconnected information that is really only going to be well that's only going to make sense if it's presented in the way that it was being presented in the first place you know like if you tried to make it any simpler it wouldn't make sense and if you tried to make it any more confusing or any more interwoven it would not make sense either uh not, not even confusing because it's like that's not necessarily what it is but uh because it's like it's stepping out of it's stepping out of uh relativity and into consistency well not even consistency but it's stepping outside of the realm of relativity because if we're speaking of relativity, then we're speaking of separation. But the step beyond that, the step that, because it's like relativity is where science has stopped in this moment, in this moment of time, you know, it's like, this is currently where mainstream science is just saying, all right, here's where we are and we're going to continue to work forward. But that doesn't mean that it, that's where like it's days, you know, like, the rest of the universe is still there. Just the fact that we haven't really been able to quantify it 
is a different story as a whole, you know? But as a whole, science is still in duality. And duality is this and that. Me and me being different than the you. Because we have, for the most part, discarded the idea of spirit. But there is a place, there's a realm where science meets spirit. And this is, well, the realm that is coming through, you know. As we have said it in many, 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 many avenues of information before, we are currently in the age of Aquarius, you know. It's a, well, people say it's an enlightenment, a global enlightenment. It's the end of the Kali Yuga, the age of destruction, and then we're ushering in a new Yuga, rejuvenation, golden age. And essentially what i'm seeing is that like we're going to become more collectively accepting of spirits as a factor of that has weight and can influence the the space of time you know the space time continuum <laughs> but this is one of those things that it's like it works whether you want it to work or like whether you're thinking about it working or whether you're not thinking about it working you know so it's like you could go on and be like all right this isn't gonna like do anything and then it won't do anything but when you start thinking like all right this this is connected somehow you'll start to see how like it just grows on that knowledge like it's where your attention goes you know so like if your attention is like sending you towards specific signs symbols and other things and like if they're consistently appearing in different realms you know like i mean in different like concepts in different places and they seem loosely connected like it's like sit with that it's like all right so what is this exactly trying to share with me you know it's like maybe it, maybe you listeners listen like are familiar with divination and tarot and all that stuff but like it's like a separate form of just communicating and understanding what the universe is like just trying to do and at the end of the day you don't need to know everything you know like you're just on your path like as you continue on your path you know where it is that you need to look for these signs and these figures and like you know how to get this information that you need uh in order for you to just you know continue and propel with your own intentions but what are your intentions you know that's what you need to be asking yourself and then you need to be seeing all right well how are these emotions going to like am i feeling there's a rule of thirty. i heard this from alexi papas and when you're working towards your goals one third of the time you're going to feel awesome one third of the time you're going to feel uncertain and one third of the time you're going to feel bad this is like the rule of thirds and it's consistent with many 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 other traditions you know like i mean at least paganism well paganism is witchcraft uh you know you're from like we believe in the rule of thirds off of well yeah the rule of thirds uh we do things three times because that allows the energy to just become central you know it's like i'm doing this three times to really put my heart and soul into this uh the first one is like all right here i am the second one is like all right here i am more the third one is like this is who i fucking am just like that you know but um (laughs) different practitioners have different approaches that's how I've been doing it in my tradition for a couple of years now. And, you know, I mean, I saw, I've seen, I've gotten the results that I've wanted. And, you know, I'm not, not to say that, like, you know, it's like, it's a growing effort, you know, like, as I've, as I've been talking about Chief Definite Aims, 
it is a chief definite aim, you know, and as you achieve one chief definite aim, it evolves and it shows you the way towards a deeper chief definite aim and it goes through that rabbit hole like it, just going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper but it's like if you don't know what you're looking for it's going to be really hard it's going to be really hard to find what it is that you're looking for you know and that just takes practice and attention to your awareness you know it's like am i here to do this or am i here to do that well i don't know let me sit on it for a second let me take a breath And then let me hold it in. And then let me exhale. And then you do that for a long time. You do that for 20 minutes. And all the ideas and all the concepts and shapes that come to you, like all the emotions and the symbols such as colors and shapes such as cloudy or symbols such as cars you know whatever comes to you um, your friend from like <laughs> your random friend from like sophomore year in college that you made but never spoke to after you graduated type of thing you know those random ass emotions those random ass thoughts that you that like creep up on you like right as you're trying to fall asleep well those are kind of like the intuitive hunches that like we can tend to miss you know it's like i guess i'm just talking about how it is that the subconscious sends us messages at this point and what it is that the subconscious is just trying to achieve so it's like the subconscious mind has set for itself a goal an ambition a dream and this has been not shrouded but it's been kind of like fragmented it's just that, like, eventually we're going to get into, like, the, the physics of reality, you know, like, the, the physics of reality, that's exactly what I'm saying. And we're going to talk about how Dan Winter has just been revolutionizing the physics industry with his phase conjugation, and uh, we're just going to go into that probably next episode, because that's just a little bit, well, I mean, we're going to talk about vortex theory, and we're, we're going to go, we're going to get into it now. So, 3D is, okay, 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 matrix field. Uh, that is essentially a group connected by energy, correct? A matrix uh, is a field of consistent value. And they may have different variables, but it is of the same field, the same constitution, the same... It's of the same. They have sameness. I guess you could say that the variables within a matrix have isomorphic traits that do unify them together. That's a great way of putting it for this podcast. Uh, within this matrix, there are specific patterns that the energy takes within it. And based off of which route this energy takes, which pattern it plays out, that creates a sort of uncertainty as in is it going left is it going right is it going up is it going down is it going in is it going out well those are already four different types of variables in one matrix of existence so we all have our own inner matrices and we all have a way in which our own neurology has developed and caused the habits and patterns and consistent actions in which we take every single day 
over the course of our entire lives. So whatever variables consider themselves to have a degree of uncertainty, these variables are inputs within the matrix of conceivable time, conceivable linear time, experiential time. And as time is a line because one action leads to another action, which leads to another action, uh, time is sequential, then there is a beginning and an end even if the end hasn't been reached. It's kind of like, hmm, hmm, what's a good way of putting it? It's like a tube and from the beginning to the tube to the end of the tube there's frames and if you were to like cut the tube in the middle there would be like a random frame and whatever frame you were like you would be like looking into that would be like the moment in time that it's captured in. That's kind of a, a very lucid and abstract way of just expressing this, you know? But um, if it makes sense, it makes sense. Like, honestly, my listeners are here because they literally seem to like resonate with whatever I'm saying. Whatever that may be, you know? So it's like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, like, this is still, we're still going deeper, but this is gonna give you the foundation for what a matrix theory or what a matrix field is. We're not gonna go like deep into it because this isn't like a science podcast. It could be, maybe one episode you could do it, that'd be fun. But um, it also takes like a lot of, hmm, it, it'll be a challenge for me and it'll be a challenge for you. It'll be a challenge for both of us, so maybe we will do it. But I mean, yeah, let's move on. Um, whatever uncertainty is phased then that will create a split in the perceived realm you know so like there's the reality where you go left there's the reality where you go right then there's also every unseen reality where you go where you turn around or you go and you make your own path or where you discover new paths etc you know so for each conceivable a sort of domino effect oh let me lower the game it's like a sort of domino effect in the system or in the computer of the universe of the cosmos that has its own like automated uh automated uh what's the word i'm looking for it's like an automate it's an algorithm i guess it has its own algorithm and way that like if this is the initial action then the following action is either going to do this way or that way and then the following one is going to be either this way or that way and so on and so on and so on it's like an automated system that you could like when you call in and they have an automated system set up, it kind of works the same way with like the choices that we make. It just leads you to two more choices or X amount more choices based off of like the initial choice or the initial reaction. And this is going to be in one way or another destined to bring you closer to your chief definite aim, like what it is that you're trying to accomplish desires. Um, and they are, going to be interconnected from the three realms of existence it's like this came to me because of the fact that well it's in harmony with my physical reality because it's in my space my thoughts which is the mental the mental realm have been aligned enough to bring this to me so i so it is saying something to me there is an essence of me in this uh, which you can either like, you know, accept or deny, but that is connecting to it spiritually. You know, it's like, what is this? And in relation to my own, my own identity, you know, like what is this in relation to my own identity? And you do that by just seeing how you feel. How do I feel in this moment? What is like, you know, what is at stake? What is, uh, 
what is here for me? You know, what is at stake is a little bit too much, maybe, but what is here for me is a good way of looking at it. Because it's like, you need to see, like, you need to work intentionally with your own motivations, with your own desires. But as you start to be intentional with, like, what you're trying to bring forward, you start to see the signs that, like, are going to be like, all right, this is easy to follow because it's like, you start to walk on your path and you know what is really there for you and what isn't. So it's like being realistic with yourself after you accept what you need to do. You know, it's like it's the hardest part is really starting because, well, starting is the initial push that leads to a consistent lifestyle. I would say consistency is the hard part, but starting requires a sort of initial push because it's like well i mean pushing pushing yourself to start a bunch of projects but dropping them is not necessarily healthy but it's not like unhealthy either it's just like bro start to believe in yourself and you'll realize that the more you believe in yourself the more you do complete whatever it is that you're trying to complete but it does take a little bit of a, uh, effort a little bit of awareness and a whole lot of honesty uh, with yourself, you know, it's like this is this is where I'm at right now and this is what I want to be like It's like can I look in the mirror and say this is not what I should have done. This is what I should have done Like it's not just okay. So I've said this before but rewards are all internal But just how you reward yourself you need to be able to be like all right How can I be accountable rewards is a rewarding yourself is another sense of accountability So, you know, it's like it's not necessarily about feeling really good or feeling really bad It's just about well, how is it that you're responding? How are your responses impacting the environment around you? You know, it's like, it's taking it to the point where it's like you're being conscious on how you feel about everything because you realize that like your emotional responses or even lack thereof are going to trigger other circumstances that are going to either foster that feeling further or push you away from that feeling. And it's up to you, you know, you to do it. So this episode has, was really mostly just like a open conversation. You know, I'm like stepping into this a little bit more. I'm trying to get more comfortable with just talking versus just writing out the entire script. I do understand that it might sound a little, mm, a little foreign because trust me, that's also how it feels like. But I mean, I'm just getting the footing, you know, like, I mean, this is... First episode, season two. Congrats. Uh, we're just going to get more comfortable as, you know, more episodes start to come into uh, fruition, into reality. And, uh, you know, like, I will figure out, like, maybe instead of just, like, typing it out, I could outline it a different way. And there will be more cohesion into these, well, episodes. Um, you know, I mean, there. this episode could have been... A lot of things but i chose to let it be what it is right now because of the fact that like everything just happens how it has to happen don't get me wrong <laughs> I, I i put a lot of effort into this a lot of effort into this i like literally restarted like four or five times but not because of like anything other than the fact that like i'm just trying to i'm realizing that i don't need to try as hard as like I might think I need to try. Like, I really just need to show up and give it my best effort. 
instead of just being like, this is what it is, this is what it is, this is what it is, you know, it's like I need to just understand that like it's just flowing in the way that it needs to flow. And it's like an awareness exercise for me. This is what this is for me, you know, just an awareness exercise. And it's, oop, and it's cool because it's like, I can make it what I want to make it. I could either make it like something that is going to stress me out or empower me. And that just goes with everything. It's going with like, because it's like how you respond to one thing is going to carry the same, well, you know, it's so funny. Here we are at the 28th minute, and now is when we're getting into like just how isomorphisms say more about your identity than the actual isomorphism itself. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about that. Uh, the way that you respond to something emotionally is going to point at the way that you would respond to it if it was you that you were going to be projecting. It's a projection, okay? So before I just start to layer this with many words, just going to go ahead and say that it's just a projection and when this projection starts to take shape it is a layered and occulted representation of the own subconscious mind expressing to the conscious mind the way that it would have responded as a way to bring xyz closer to the chief definite aim so it's going to be presenting these symbols these responses these uh, modalities of behavior that are going to impact the way in which well that are going to mold the way in which you go ahead and will respond feel and perceive not only the environment but the people and the circumstances and situations that you are going to be surrounding yourself so we've reached that point in the podcast where we start with our closing remarks and you know the question of the week but yeah you know this was uh pretty cool oh as uh, i was thinking how i was talking about how science and spirit meeting that's kind of like the merging that's kind of technology you know i'll be sure to talk about the time wave theory of uh terence mckenna's time wave theory uh next week's episode but it's this is essentially just what creates culture the more that science and spirit meet the more art and science merge because it's like we can really debate the fact that like the soul is well art is the expression of the soul while well yeah art is the expression of the soul technically everything is the expression of the soul but i mean the example is there you all see it you know like i mean it's pretty interesting because it's like it's in the name it's beyond the, it's just like a lot of these ideas are just beyond the bare bones meaning of the words and just concepts that we uh talk about you know it's it's it goes more there's more to it it goes deeper in the sense that well not everything just a couple of things uh require you to see between the lines and that's kind of cool it's very cool to me because it's like for the most part people just like to be told things straight people don't like to think for themselves they don't like to be handed questions because questions require effort and for the most part just people don't want to give effort to things that don't give them a, uh, an immediate return but that's kind of like the thing though the more that you do things for yourself versus versus for like what you're going to get out of it it's like the more ideas and events and things that are going to be well good for you 
good for you. That's the way I could put it. The more things are going to be like in the things that are going to be in your favor, the more they're going to start to just be manifested towards you. And you're going to start to attract them. But um, all right. I think that this is like a solid segue into the question of the week because this week's question, because this week's question is uh, really one that's going to make you introspect. You know, well, actually, for the most part, for the most part, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with all of the questions of the week. You know, it's like, how are you viewing yourself as an individual uh, across different places in your life? So this week's question is, what is the biggest thing you've learned about yourself in the last 12 months? What is the biggest thing you've learned of yourself about yourself in the last 12 months? So do give yourself the time and just the privilege to just think about it you know you owe yourself that you, we, we might not think about it but it's like over we change a lot especially over the course of one year like one whole year we do change a lot even if it doesn't really look like that and it's interesting because it's like when you sit down and actually do take it there you realize you realize it's like wow i've really changed a lot and usually it's for the better um if you're listening to this it's probably for the better you know like it's like the changes that you've been making have been for the better so for that we congratulate you but yeah that is a wrap for the first episode of the second season um i thanks for listening i will see you soon signing off